15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. This is the hardcore icon, just incredible. And you're tuned in to my man, Peasy, on the 2B Blunt Podcast. Now, that's not just the coolest, and that's not just the best. That, my friends, is just incredible. Knox, how you doing, Frank? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? Oh, I'm all fired up today. Yeah, you sound it. I'm fired up as all hell. You know, we've been having uh, one hell of a week. We got a lot of news to talk about today. We're going to be going over uh, Impact Wrestling Slammiversary. We're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown from this week. You know, we're going to mention AEW this weekend. They got Fight for the Fallen, Extreme Rules. We got a stacked week of wrestling to discuss. Yeah, this weekend it's stacked uh, with all the events happening this weekend. It's going to be a great weekend for professional wrestling. Yeah, so I just wanted to let the audience know that this is going to be the show today. We're going to have a whole lot going down. If you want to call in, the phone number, 860-384-7110. Do not hesitate to call in because we are here and we are 100% live not like these other pre-recorded shows and these other pre-recorded podcasts and all these other motherfuckers that want to be like us but they ain't us nope they're not like us they not they not like us so we're on episode three of the 2b blunt podcast so what you smoking over there today man well you know we're gonna we got the strain of the day you know the strain for this week is gonna be gmo all right what's that uh gmo human growth hormone or something You know, I think we talked about this before, but GMO is a hybrid, a cross of chem dog and Girl Scout cookies. Mm, Yummy. Sounds delicious. So, and yeah, it it really is. And we're about to find out how delicious it is because we're going to have to do now the ceremonial lighting of the blunt. We got a King Palm again loaded. Thank you, King Palm. Fired up with the GMO locked in. So it's about to get popping off. So Frank, I ask you. Are you ready? I'm ready, PZ. I said, Frank, are you ready? I'm ready. That for the two of us in this podcast studio and the hundreds at home listening to the 2B Blunt podcast. Let's get ready to smoke it. Yeah, man. Light that shit, baby. That that gets better every time you do it. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like E40. Tell me when they go. (laughs) 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 Hold on. No, 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 no. Let's light the blunt. All right. 
humane. Man, that smells good. It smells skunky. That's that king palm. That's that GMO. That's that gas. You know, PZ only is rolling with the best of the best. Of course. I mean, I mean, that's my whole gimmick, right? I mean, I am the get high rapper. That's right. You know? And, uh, man, I was just looking forward to this all day, bro. I wanted to smoke a blunt literally since I woke up this morning. Well, here we are every 6 p.m. Thursday. You know, you know you're smoking a blunt. That's not the only time we smoke a blunt. That's true, but that's the guaranteed blunt session. I mean, you're right. That is the guaranteed session. Uh, let me tell you, though, this shit tastes fire, bro. It smells skunky. Very, very, very good. You know, I'm surprised. I want to talk about this. I'm surprised that Connecticut still has not legalized marijuana, cannabis, if we're you coming, will. We're coming close, I feel like. we're. Are we're, you, you think so? Because they told us that we were getting close and, you know, it passed like certain points in the House Committee and whatnot. And then it went to shit. It just never, ever, uh, you know, developed into anything, you know. And now we're still stuck here with the shitty medical marijuana program. Yeah, I don't partake in that. It's terrible. I'm not trying to be in the system, you know. Well, I wasn't. Well, I was in the system as a caretaker. My fiance was, you know, had her card at one point. And it's ridiculous. You go to the dispensary. Hold on. You go to the dispensary, bro. And you walk in there. And first off, you can't see shit. You don't know what you're buying. You know, they don't have weed on display here in Connecticut. They don't have it in Massachusetts either. Right. You're right. They give you the menu. Right. It's very similar to that. And I'm not a big fan. I like to be able to see what I'm going to buy. You know what bothers me about Connecticut is uh, not only can you not see what you're buying, they come up with these bullshit-ass names like, I don't know, like H1N1 disease. Into college. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's not even... The strand. They like Hybridol, met- Indicol, yeah. you know. <laughs> Hybrobufinol, Bupinol. Probably got a Sativinol for all I know. Yeah. I was in the system, bro, for like two years almost. And I'm going to tell you the truth. I probably went to the dispensary maybe a little over a handful of times. I could probably count the amount of times I've gone to the dispensaries when I had my card on, on easily two hands, if not less. Probably maybe one. I don't know. The cool thing about Connecticut, I know I used to go to all those... Uh, those weed events, though, that you have to have your card to oh, get, in, the weed to sessions. get in the door. Yeah. Now, see, that was sick, but that just started getting hot, and they stopped doing it so much. And I feel like this is another point. Like, Connecticut, like, these, these events would have huge, like, a huge amount of people, bro. You know what I mean? Huge amounts of people that would show up to these things. And that's all revenue that the state of Connecticut is losing. Now, I was reading an article on CNN this morning. And they had mentioned that uh, Colorado, who was the first to legalize marijuana in all of America, they have grown their annual cannabis sales to $1 billion, bro. $1 billion fucking dollars. $1 billion. Meanwhile, Connecticut's in the hole. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of weed. A lot of the weed. Listen to me. Of course, it's a lot of weed, but it's, it's a, a lot, lot of, of money. Cheddar, yeah. It's a lot of money. And I, I can't understand exactly... Uh, Man, this shit's loud. Oh, yeah, bro. That's just that fire. That's that GMO. I can't understand how Connecticut's missing out <laughs> oh, on this man. on this revenue stream that we're losing here. Uh, and, you know, like, we're losing people moving out of the state left and right from taxes alone. You know what I mean? Are you all right, bro? 
Damn. Yeah, I'm choked up. That King Palm got you. That GMO, I feel, or that HMGMO, whatever the fuck that shit is. Did I, you know that 25% of the people that moved to Colorado <laughs> is for the cannabis? Really? I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. The cannabis revenue in Colorado now accounts for, for roughly 3% of the state's 30 million budget. 3%. That's a shit ton of money overall just for marijuana. Yeah. You know what I mean? And meanwhile, these other states like California and Oregon, who got it legalized, they, they're struggling with their program. And I think the reason is, is that Colorado, they've had so much time to figure out what's the right way to do it, that now they're just, they're just profiting so much. And everybody else is looking at them like, how? And here's Connecticut. We're struggling. We're taxing everything. We're trying to put tolls in. Tolls, bro. Fuck the only the tolls. state that hasn't had tolls in how long? Fuck those tolls. Fix the roads before you put tolls in. Well, dude, you know what I'm saying is that we the money that we could be making off potential cannabis sales could be fixing the roads. You know, we can call it Operation Pothole. <laughs> Operation Pothole, where you can go out and all the money that we put towards marijuana can go out to fixing these shit ass Connecticut roads. My car is shot. My my whole suspension shot from this place. Yeah, I mean it's bad. It's bad out here. It's bad. At- <laughs> Not only do we uh, have to deal with the shitty roads and we can't even buy bud, you know, we got to go fucking see the weed man still. I got to go see the weed man, bro. I'd rather just go up to a store and be like, yo, here's my 40. Here's my 50 bucks. Let me get a bag of bud. Yo, but the weed man's where it's at, bro. Well, yeah, because you get cheaper prices. I mean, my weed man's super reliable, you know? Well, I mean, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, consistency. <laughs> consistency is the key. Always yeah, the fire. The key, yeah. You know, always got the fire. And uh, I, just, I just can't understand why in the hell that Connecticut would let us keep going to the weed man as opposed to. They should be the weed man. Right. Instead of being the weed man. Exactly. That's my point. I don't understand it. And when it happens, we still probably will see the weed man because usually what happens in situations like that. When it becomes legal in a state, the prices on the black market drop to be competitive with the uh, the state marijuana. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, usually. I mean, like, remember when we went to Massachusetts, how cheap the bud was from the weed man out there filling out out of the blue cooler? Yeah, but you go to the dispensary there. It's $60 an eighth after you get taxed. And then you can only buy an eighth. Well, they have <laughs> extra eighth if they grew too much of one strand. And then you could buy pre-rolls. But I don't need you to roll my fucking joints for an upcharge. Right. They want to charge you for something I already do perfectly. Or you could be like we did. We got the King Pounds that already pre-rolled. You just got to stuff the weed in there. That's it. Pull it out and stuff it. Am I going to pay someone to do that? I, I mean, the Massachusetts, oh. that's where they get, get you. Oh, it could be the weed man, you know? Let's go right to the weed man now. And I you know I wasn't going to go here, but we keep talking about the weed man. I don't want to talk about the weed man. No, while we're on the topic. We're not in a rush here, right? We're not in Russia. We're not in a rush. No, I'm not in a rush. We're smoking. We're you know? smoking. If and you guys ever need to see the weed man, maybe you should see the weed man. You know? And speaking of the weed man, you know, my boys from uh, the band Cashed Out, you know, they put out a new album coming out in August, and they got a new song, new single called Weed Man. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a great song. You showed it to me the other day. Yeah. Was, and I'm really thinking jamming. maybe we should play uh, a little preview. Yeah, let's, let's, the give, let's give the fans a preview. Why don't you call in let us know what you think after you hear the song? That's it. Yeah, absolutely. 860-384-7110. Give us let's a call. Let us know your opinions of this new cashed out. Cashed out. Weed man. Trash call weed man. And you're hearing it live right here. Exclusive on the To Be Blunt podcast. Yes, sir.
In come the thing called I'm the original weed man I'm the big one Play by the rock I'm open cash note man Now right now we just crush it in a Smoking music right here, bro. This tune on Wicked. I know who got it too. The Weed Man. The Weed Man always got it. preview you Yo, know that song's fire bro that brings out the shaba yankee in me when i hear that oh they don't know about the alternate nah, they, they, got a, shaba yankee. they got a little preview there but it'll come out when it needs to that's a great smoking song and you can find cashed out you know on itunes and spotify uh youtube their video for weed man's out now you can find it out on their cashed out youtube page subscribe there and uh, you know, i appreciate them giving us the okay to uh give yes, you guys sir. the exclusive one love bread runs. We might play that again at the end of the show. Yeah, I think we, we might should bust pull it out. out. But it might be the way we end the show today. I mean, we started the show with American last week and we ended it, so we might as well maybe yeah. do the same maybe thing. We'll do the same week. thing. But you know what we think we gotta do is we gotta keep the show moving. You know, we've been at it for a bit, and I think it's time to get into all the big wrestling we got going on. This whole week's been wrestling. We've been getting so high I almost forgot to talk about the I wrestling. Mean, yeah, between the uh big holiday, fourth of July, we're all tuned up, it's long weekend. And then we, you know, wrestling all weekend, starting on Sunday, Slammiversary, Raw, SmackDown. Now we're getting ready for a huge weekend in professional wrestling with AEW and WWE pay-per-views coming up. Well, I think before we even get into this, I think we got to get the dirt. What do you think? I think we got to get the dirt from the human dirt sheet. I think we got to call up Don Kate. He better answer the phone this time. Of course he's going to answer the goddamn phone. If he doesn't, I'm not calling his ass back again. All right. this is You heard la- that, Don? This is last chance. All right. Hold on. Let me get him on the line here. You got, You sure you got the minutes re-upped? I, I, just, I just stocked him up on the app. All right. Kincaid Hotline you app. better you pick know? up, goddamn it. And even that costs 99 cents, for Christ's sakes. Ladies and gentlemen. Exclusive breaking news brought to you by the Kincaid Hotline. And now, written out reporter, Don Kincaid. It's Don Kincaid, baby. I got my minutes loaded up for the Kincaid Hotline. What do you got for us, Don? Well, baby, I am telling you this this time. Hey, I did, man. I mean, last time, you know, I wanted to charge you double, but I should have charged you triple. But we are back to regular rates this week, baby. And, man, do I have big news from all sorts of places. Are you guys ready for the shit? We're ready. Oh, we're ready, Don. All right. Remember last week, we were talking MLW. We all love that MLW, right? Oh, yeah. Well, MLW has a pay-per-view 
starting November 2. That's right. Their very first ever pay-per-view, and it's going to be a continuing thing. Is it every month? Is it every other month? We're going to have to find out until see what the future brings. So, anyway, the very first one is going to be November 2nd, Saturday Night Super Fight is the title. It's going to be live on pay-per-view exclusively. You can't go to PV's house and, you know... And, 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 and you know, like pirate it on something on a computer or whatever. No, you hey, gotta pay the big bucks. Hey, 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 hey! Uh, you gotta pay the big bucks, baby. If you want to see MLW, you've got to tune in only live on pay per view. And before I end that MLW, I've got big news from last week because we were talking tag team championship. But, hey, can you hold on a sec? I got. Oh, bet. Oh, man, AP, easy, break, man. You're over there, Don. Holy shit. Okay, all right, all right. Back, back to MLW. All right, baby. Do the ladder match. Damn it. Hey, pass, smoke, pass, smoke. I got you, man. I know how it goes, baby. So, anyway, MLW, we are talking the ladder match between the Dynasty and the Heart Foundation, and it was for the tag team goals. And who do you think came out on top? We all went with the Heart Foundation, but no. So the dynasty came out, baby, and it's Richard Holiday and uh, MJF. They're your oh, new we MLW love MJF. tag team champions, baby. What do you think about that? Easy oh, I love it. I love it. I'm it's just great. wondering if he's going to be able to defend uh, MJF now he's an AEW roster member. Dude, he's going to be so busy. How the hell is he going to defend those champions? Hey, it might have to turn into the PZ and Frank defending them championships. You never know, baby. Oh. You never know who's going to step up. <laughs> so, let's, um, I'm going to go into something a little bit off topic, maybe kind of wrestling. And this is mixed with MMA. Now, are you guys ready for this shit? It's going to be Alberto Del Rio. What? Yes, Alberto. Yeah, Alberto Del Rio. Do you know, quick factoid, he's had 14 names in wrestling? Are you effing kidding me? Who has 14 freaking names in wrestling? Anyways, that's for a different story. It's going to be Alberto Del Rio versus Tito Ortiz in a MMA bout. <laughs> that's a joke. What? Come on. Now, You're joking, Don, right? Are you pulling my tail? I'm paying Tito for these Ortiz minutes, Don. going to kick his ass. I'm paying for these goddamn minutes. You better not be screwing with me. Hey, I look for the information, I bring you the information. I would never F with PG and Frank Baby. I would never blow smoke up your... You know what I'm saying? Well, you're but saying anyway, Del Rio's going to do MMA versus Tito Ortiz? The Huntington Beach bad boy Tito Ortiz? Fuck out. I hope Not Alberto Del Rio's ready to go to sleep. Oh, I bet you he is because check this out. Not only that, but Del Rio is billed in wrestling for 240 pounds. In this fight, he has to drop to 210 pounds to be in the catchweight to fight said Tito Ortiz. So he might end up looking like Kincaid by the time he's done. I don't know, baby. We're in trouble then. He's in trouble. He's in trouble, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I've got so much shit. I, you know what? I think I'm going to start charging you guys $7.99 from this minute out. So I'm going to take my sweet-ass time. What you whoa, think whoa, 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 Don, you better slow your roll. Forget, you better, Don, yeah. I can hit the hang-up button at any time, and you can take those minutes and shove them straight up your candy ass. Oh. Oh, okay, okay, then I'll be real quick, and I won't and I won't charge you that much. I'll only charge you $5.99 instead of $1.99. Well, anyway, so what we've got going on here is, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm going to look at some WWE stuff because, man, there's been a big announcement. WWE is officially has officially released that they are returning to Madison Square Garden for Raw September 9th and SmackDown September 10th. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means, PZ? That means they're gonna be back to back to back to back to back to back to back. God damn it! 
That's right. And when MSG is mentioned through the WWE uh, 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 higher up, through the boys and girls in the back, they don't like, they don't bring their A game. They don't bring their A plus game. They bring their A plus 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 game. So that week of Raw and SmackDown is gonna be fire. Oh, yeah. uh, the work rate's gonna be through the roof. Oh, dude, I can't breathe. I can't, I can't breathe. Take a smaller hits, Don. Smaller hits. Take a breath. Take a breath. Calm down. Uh, all, right, all right. I had to stop smoking just for a quick second. So, keeping with that WWE, there's been history made. The man, Becky Lynch, the champ champ, well, now the champ, is going to be the very first WWE superstar in the history of the WWE company to be on the cover of ESPN The Mag. Wow. Wow, that's, that's groundbreaking. That's huge. After that, I am telling you, there's been a little, uh, uh, a little stir on Twitter because uh, oh, I almost said Shane McMahon. Stephanie McMahon, she went to congratulate Becky Lynch on Twitter, and then Becky Lynch's response was, "Hey, Steph, maybe we should fight sometimes. So you never know what we're going to see in the future between the man and Steph." Oh, Stephanie versus the man, Becky Lynch. That could be huge. That could. That could be gigantic. You, oh man, that could be so huge. All right, now I am going to do a little closing, and in closing, I'm going to go a little impact. I don't really talk about impact much, so I'm going to throw you a little impact info, if you will. Now, what we've got is at the last pay per view being Slammiversary 2019, there was so much shit that happened. You guys, I don't know if you watched it, but there was a shitload that happened, and one of them being that Rhino has shown up in Impact. That's right, Rhino comes into Impact, but and he was wearing a mask to cover that mush of his because he's still under contract with WWE until July 17th. And man, did he make an impact because he came in and gave the gore, gore, gore to Michael Elgin to make Elgin lose his mask at Slammiversary. So you're saying Rhino from WWE still under contract showed up on Impact under a mask? Yes, he did. Hey, I'm he the did. messenger, so don't sue me, baby. I'm not running his contract, so don't take it out on me. Even oh. the ringside announcers mistakenly called the, the, the move a gore. Instead, and then later hey, on, they retracted and started calling it a spear. A spear, oh, a spear, a spear. They really didn't want that <laughs> in yeah, the back. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. first went down. Gore. Gore, gore, gore. Spear, spear, spear. <laughs> All right. So, in closing right here, I've just got a little bit of info from my pal, Peasy, and my pal, Frank, because... There's a little uh, free agency going on, if you will. We have Johnny Impact. He lost the strap. He's not the champ. And, man, he sends himself a walk-in. He is a free agent. He's no more Johnny Impact. I think he's back to Johnny Morrison again. So we're going to have to see. He might be Johnny MLW. He could be Johnny. He could be Johnny TOS. We don't even know what's going wow. to baby. Wow. I predict okay. Johnny All Elite Wrestling. It could be Johnny all wrestling. You never know. So in closing, again, I know I've said in closing three times, but this is the very last one. I swear to God. And this last minute, I'm charging you eleven ninety nine. Okay, so LAX. You remember no, LAX? Stop smoking that shit and get on track. I will never stop smoking that shit, and your fucking charges are gonna. Oh, shit, I thought. Hey, your charges are gonna be going up, baby. Um, uh, LAX. You remember LAX? They were in our area before they joined Impact. You guys remember them, guys? Oh, yeah, we remember them. Oh, oh yeah. So, anyway, um, LAX, 
again, they've just finished their contract with Impact Wrestling, and they are also free agents. So, man, we've got free agents flying all over the place. You never know where they're going to show up. They could show up at, you know, PZ's basement, put up a ring, and have a match. You never know. If you want to show up here on the podcast, just give us a call. That's right. Did you hear that out? Hey, LS, you've got a wide-open invitation, baby. Yeah, it's the hippie, Dickie Moon, man. It's time to sit back, relax, and chill. Because you're tuned into the 2B Blunt Podcast with Frank Knox and Peasy. Peace. Shout out, hippie Dickie Moon. Man, that Kincaid, man, that guy can talk, huh? Now, yeah. what you think that segment cost us, man? Probably about $420. Oh, no, I don't know. Maybe like uh, ten bucks. That guy had all the but dirt, he, but he wouldn't shut up. Yeah, but he was talking about the man being on Sports Illustrated. Uh, I mean, ESPN, the magazine. Yep. She's also on there with Allison Bree from the show on Netflix called Grow. Oh yeah, the Glow. 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 Yeah, Glow. yeah. This guy, you got weed on the mind, yeah, huh? Yeah, Glow. Glow. <laughs> yeah, she's like the workout actress turned uh, women's wrestler. Yeah, no, I remember. I am a big fan of the show, actually. And anything you, uh, you know, the WWE in the past, they like to bring up celebrities this time of year for SummerSlam or WrestleMania, so you never know. Maybe you'll see the man versus Allison Brie. Oh, maybe the man teaming up with Allison Brie. Either one, yeah. You that know? could be happening, too. You know, maybe get Stephanie and someone else because, you know, yeah, who's gonna fight with, what other woman would fight with Stephanie McMahon? <laughs> any, any, any of the heels from the glow show that would work out. Stephanie McMahon and the Iconics versus Becky Lynch and Allison Brie. That's a handicap match. Why not? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, WrestleMania, anything can happen. Yeah. Well, let's go into, let's kick things off here. If you want to call in, we're going to be talking all kinds of wrestling, 860-347-110 here on the 2B Blunt Podcast. Uh, let's start off with Impact Slammiversary. All right. Yeah. You mean that uh, event that happened on Sunday with the highlighter colored ropes? Oh, <laughs> that was, dude, <laughs> that kind of looked like, I don't know, bootleg to me. I didn't like that shit. The venue was very small. There was, the hardwood was exposed. They had like the single mat. Outside the ring. Tough, yeah, it looked you know. like they were at the gym. Yeah, you know, it was, at the high school gym. Middle was, school, maybe. I mean, the, uh, the 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 production and the venue and the appearance was kind of B-level, but personally, I watched the show, and I, I loved it. Oh, you loved it? Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, right. I loved the show. Right. Yeah, I thought it was some good wrestling. Well, man. I know what impact they have. Uh, they got nice, progressive storylines. Uh I really enjoy uh, a lot of the stuff that I watch on Twitch. You know, the matches are, you know, the work rate's top-notch on that show. Yeah, I love But that. nobody's got fucking pursuit. That's the fucking problem. I got I, I to dig for it online. Yeah, I hear you. You know? I was able to tune in live, though, so. Well, let's go right into the uh, show, then, since, Frank, you, you know, you tuned in live. I Listen, I <laughs> tuned in when I heard RVD was, you know, fighting Moose. Well, Mr. 420, baby. Yeah, Mr. That's our 420. Favorite I mean, RVD yeah. still pimping all the ladies. If you follow him on Instagram, the man is a real PIMP. So what did you think was, uh, you know, one of the highlights of the show there? Of the match or the show? The show. What was your favorite part of the show? Or do you want to just talk about the show in general? My, I had All right, so I had three pretty much... Favorite parts of the show. Oh, all right. Or film and in. that would be uh, the Monsters Ball match. Okay. And I, that was just, uh, it was just bloody. It was just devastating. I really like the Father James Mitchell guy. I mean, he's a real creep. 
He's been around for a long time, Father yeah. James Mitchell. Even back when you know TNA was you know the original TNA before it even went to Impact, Father James Mitchell was all over that show. You know, so and to see him still you know working today trying to help out the uh, Knockout Division, I, I think that's a you know nice way to you know you know continue the career, Father James Mitchell. The the moment that stood out to me was uh, the thumbtack tombstone. Oh, in the Monsters Ball match? Havoc, yeah. And Sue Young got uh, tombstoned off the rope onto some thumbtacks. I pretty, really wish we had I mean, the clip popped, for that. Yeah, it was great. That was devastating. That was devastating. Rich Swan and Johnny Impact, that was great match. Great, great, great match. Yo, Rich Swan, real cool Rich dude. Rich Swan, he picked it up. Yeah. I got to hang out with Rich Swan. That's right. Yeah, you did. You know? We hung out together at a Polish club. Wow. You know, eating pierogies, sipping margaritas. You know, or vodka, whatever the hell you're drinking. I don't remember. But, I'm sure um, that's not the only thing you guys were doing. Hey, listen, that dude was, uh, he was really, real cool dude. I know. And I like his work. I was, it was a shame when he left WWE, but I feel like he's doing real good right now in Impact. Yeah. And you we know? heard from Don Kincaid that Johnny Impact's a free agent, supposedly. Right. And so he just, you know, Rich Swan retained. That's it. And we'll see what happens with Johnny Impact. Absolutely. Yeah. I wonder where he's going to go. What, what do you, what's I your could, thoughts on that? I could see him being in uh, AEW. You think he's going to go to AEW? I don't see him going back to WWE. After, I don't. I don't either. Ever. ever I don't. Ever. I don't either. But I'm not sure if it's going to be AEW where he's going to go. I'm not sure. I don't know if he'd be a so good it's fit there. MLW. I mean, where, I mean, it could be an MLW. It could be ROH. You know, I'm sure well, they MLW could use a star like that. MLW just got the PlayStation View streaming for Fusion, and then Kincaid told us about the pay-per-views. Yeah, that's right. They got the pay-per-view So they deal. have to build some type of talent to sell a, a stream, yeah. right? That's right. You know what? Maybe it's going to be Johnny Major League. But you know? I think TNA, for me, the best part of the show was Brian Cage versus Michael Elgin. Oh, dude. <laughs> what a matchup that was. These two put on a clinic. These guys are monsters. They're both like two fifty plus, over you know six feet, two inches tall, six six. Who knows? Yeah, but they move like they're cruiserweights. Oh, a cage <laughs> is two seventy five, and he's flying around the ring. I mean, you've seen them. You know, everyone's seen it. The dude's insane. 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 I mean, the the moves that guy does is something you would expect to see on like two hundred five live. Wasn't he uh, part of the lucha scene? Didn't he get a yeah, start? he was Is in uh, oh God. Lucha Underground. Yes, right? thank you, yeah. Lucha Underground. That's where you got to start. Yeah, so I and mean, then he went from there to Impact. Like Two seventy five Lucha. Yeah. You know, I know it's incredible. He is a genetic freak. Shout out to Scott Steiner. <laughs> hey, I know he used to be the genetic freak. Big Papa pumps your hook up. I think now it's Brian Cage, baby. Oh, holler if you hear me, <sighs> Brian Cage. I mean, he's a hell of a talent, bro. He's a hell of a talent. So the match was incredible. These two just exchanged. Move after move. And it ended kind of abruptly. It was just kind of like a backdrop to a sit-down pin by Cage after they gave each other everything they had. Really? Cage, yeah, and Cage picks right. up the one, that. two, yeah, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. It was kind of a weird finish. I think I was so hyped into the match, I didn't even realize it because everything then, else was so like, crazy. Yeah. And then after the match, uh, Elgin went crazy, went after Don Callis, brought him in the ring, was about to... Destroy the poor man in the middle of the ring. Oh, Don Callis deserves it. Screw Don Callis. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But anyways, anyways, all of a sudden, that's when uh, Rhino came out, and they even shouted out Gore. I think uh, who is it? Josh Matthews. That's, oh yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, he was he was dead by that match. He couldn't even. He was talking like this. I was like, 
And uh, yeah. he kept clearing his throat. And yeah, but he should. They, I think he shouted out Gore. And uh, yeah, he shouldn't have done that. I mean, when you saw that dude running in the ring, I mean, you I know, know it was Rhino. Yeah, well, it's like his body frame is unmistakable. Yeah. You know, you just know. It's like, uh, you ever seen Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Uh, well, I mean, who hasn't? Yeah. Tell me you're not talking about the like the old, like the newer one. No, I'm talking about the original oh, Oompa Loompa. Yeah, that's of like Rhino, except like. <laughs> the way, Oompa yeah, Loompas? He's like a genetic, like short little. Stocky, bulky guy like Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Ah, and an He's ass like kicker a, at that. I'll tell you that. I, it was quite a show, man. Quite a show. And, you know, yeah, they I got there was the first intergender main event of all time. That's right. That's right. We had uh, uh, Sandy Callahan, Callahan and Tessa Blanchard. Yeah. What a match. I mean, he beat her down pretty bad. She she took a good whooping. It was a great match, though. And then he once he beat her, once and for all, he thought he was going to knock her head off with two baseball bats. He gave her her, belt, her bat back and... Uh, Basically shook her hand and moved on. So, but yeah, overall, I thought the pay per view was good. I mean, what? Um, I would, I would give it two thumbs up. I, I two thumbs up. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I mean, what do you more. think about the finish of that match with Sammy Callahan? It was. It was. I mean, it was good. Do you think the right person won that match? Of course. Yeah. You do. I mean, yeah. But why? Because he literally dominated her the whole match. Like. Like Shinsuke Nakamura dominated Finn Balor this week. I mean, would it have hurt him if he lost the match? No, it wouldn't have. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. Of course, it would have. I mean, no, no offense. I mean, it's a. It was a female that beat him, and he was, you know, that that happens to Michael Bennett. It's an interesting perspective. It happens to Michael Bennett. Yeah, yeah it's not right. Sammy Callahan who's supposed to be their ace in TNA. Right, right. I just feel like we're gonna get a rematch. You may, and she may go over now, but... I think they might build to that story, you know? I'd be cool with that, but I wouldn't be... I mean, they would be destroying Sammy Callahan if well, this is true. she went over. You're right. She would be. I mean, that's ridiculous. I can't even believe yeah. you asked me that question. Come on, really? Yeah, so they're going back to uh, pay-per-view in Chicago again. And what's the next pay-per-view? Bound Frank. for glory. Oh, bound for glory. When is that again? October 20th. Oh, twenty big time. Yes. Big time. That's we'll awesome. see what happens. I'm a big fan of Moose, though, man. That dude played in the fucking NFL for like five or six years with the Pats, Falcons, and Rams. Offensive lineman beast, and he's pretty athletic. Yeah, he came in and picked up wrestling, and I just had matches with Mr. 420. He would run like rookie of the year or something. Yeah. Major wrestling publications, you know, yeah. probably all of them, like two or three years yeah. ago. Moose, he's a good hand. You know? See what happens. Absolutely. So that's TNA. That is TNA. You know, and uh, we still got more to go. That's just TNA. We haven't even started going into WWE, you know. It's amazing. If you want to call in and talk about Raw SmackDown or Impact, you know, 860-384-7110. Yeah, so everyone, WWE, we we over at the 2B Blunt podcast have an inside source that strongly believes that after SummerSlam, there will be a draft. To fully separate Raw and SmackDown. I did hear about this. And I think this is a great idea. I mean, Bischoff has personally said uh, in an interview that he did before that he even knew he was having this job, right? That he said the only way for the brand split to work was for there to be two totally different, 100% distinctive rosters there has to be i mean the wild card rule is ruining wrestling it just it, it like blends the lines 
to the point where you can't even believe that it's two separate shows. And on top of that, now you have one big show with like fucking 20 titles. Yeah, it's it, every week. It's just like Shane McMahon, Reigns, Bailey, Nikki Cross, tag titles. I don't know. I, I'm ready to see the brands realign. I'm ready for the wild card rule to go away. And we fully believe that that is what's going to happen once this draft happens after SummerSlam. And I think it's going to be a good refresh for not only Raw, but SmackDown as well. I mean, both these guys want an honest opportunity to give you the best program they can for Raw and SmackDown. But, all right, I hear you. That makes perfect sense. But I'm thinking to myself now, uh, do you think this is something they'll do right after SummerSlam? Or do you think this is something that they're going to do when they get to Fox? Because I think that if they wait until they get to Fox, then that'll be something to draw the viewers in if they're going to be doing the draft. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that what's that going to be? Basically a month, two months yeah. out? You know, they yeah. may wait. Yeah, yeah, they may wait. They're going to announce it and build it up like they do every draft. Of course. Of you course. Know? But our inside source says it's, you know, it's looking like it's happening. So. Oh, that's great. So after, you know. Let's go into the rest yeah. of the Raw, though. You know, you know, let's want to talk about Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon be coming out every week, and he's got Mike Rome, you know, doing his. Uh, his intro. His intro. You know, and Shane McMahon, you know, he kicks off Raw, he kicks off SmackDown all the time. That's all we get, Shane McMahon. I'm sure you'll, you'll hear uh, Bill Bungie talk about that. Why don't anybody talk about that? <laughs> you'll hear Frank Knox talk about that. That's right. But Mike Rome, the poor guy, every time Shane has him do it, the guy's cracking his voice up like, you know, five seconds into the gimmick. Yeah, the, the, uh, it sounds he like can't shit. can't do it. He can't do it. It sounds like shit. Can you do it? I can't do it. Can you? I don't know. Let's see you do it. You want to see me do it? I want to see you do it. All right. Um, Everyone out there wants to see you do. I don't know if they do, but. Frank Knox is the best <laughs> in the world right now. Oh, God. Frank Knox is the best in the world. Right. You going to do the hand gestures for me, too? Yeah, I'll do everything. Do the hand gestures. We got to get you ready. Put your goddamn phone down. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Let's go. All right. He is the best in the world. Mike Rome, that's how it's done. Wow. Shots fired. I'm saying. So, <laughs> so let's go on. So Raw kicks off. I noticed that I got off topic now. You see, you got me all fired up. Raw opens up with the tag match. Right? Selena Vega, Andre, Andrade, and Rollins and Becky. Now, they were pushing this thing all weekend as the main event of the show. Right? And then they come in and... They put the first match on the card, you know? Yep. And, okay, so the first match on the card is not is not the worst place to be because you're the one that gets out. You get the crowd hyped. You know the crowd's going to be hot regardless of what's out there. And you get to hype up the show. It's not the worst spot. But, but, and there's a but, they, they ruined the opportunity they had to advance all of the people involved in that match. You know what I mean? And I was. Uh, they made I, them look like shit. Yeah, they did. Why did Rollins and Becky need to get a, go over in such decisive fashion? That's what I don't understand. There was no reason why they could not have done any other finish to help advance the storyline to make 
everyone looked like, good. Why the fuck wouldn't Corbin and Evans come out before the match was over and fuck him over? Why would they wait till the end? Exactly. And then they and kind then of fucked them happy. over. Andrade or Zelina would have gone over. And now they look like, you know, they look real strong. You know, Rollins, they don't like they don't lose any of their shit because Corbin cost in the match. So it was dirty anyways for the finish. And Corbin looks like a great heel. Like he always has for the past like month and a half now, even though you guys keep crying about him online, you keyboard warriors. Do you know why they did that is my opinion? Why? I, it better be a good one, bro, because I'm, I'm upset. Because they're going to, they built up. I mean, you can't have Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins lose two matches in a row. They had, a, they're not winning at extreme rules. The breakup in the, Oh, you've, been call, you've been calling this breakup this since relationship the first episode. is happening this Sunday. <laughs> and I mark my words. You know I've what? been saying it since episode one. If not, then you know what? I, I fucking suck. I life, thought you of know? you when I was watching Raw because they had the, the they had that interview with Becky and Seth, right? Um, With, uh, what's his name? Corey Graves. He's called him Mr. Emo Head, which I thought was the stupidest shit. You know, oh, yeah, and he yeah, brought true. that up. He said, what's going to happen? How, how are you going to feel? You know, when Seth Rollins, he's going to Becky, loses your women's championship, you know, yeah. and then he said the same thing to them, to Rollins, you know, and flip flopped it. And they were both like laughed it off. Like, that's not going to happen. I think it's going to happen. You think it's going to go and down? It's going to build up in SummerSlam some like crazy match where the love rekindles, you know, the here it is. We were, you know, we, we were in love and then we lost each other's titles. But now we're going to reconnect in SummerSlam in some grand fashion match, maybe like in a hell in a cell or something, Who a ladder match. Who knows what it will be, but they will regain them at SummerSlam. That's just what I think. I mean, I could be wrong. Oh, we That's got, just been my feeling since day one. We got in the chat here that they someone says in the chat that my best in the world might have been the best in the world. <laughs> <laughs> was that our inside source over at uh, Titan Towers? Oh, I don't know. I think it might have been the Scott. Oh, man. I wonder what the Scott is doing today. I wonder what the Scott is doing. He's not stumping anybody. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I don't know why. but So, yo, Paul Heyman showed up so, on Monday right, night. Paul Heyman shows up Monday night raw. Without he, the beast in the bank, though. What's which is fine. Yeah, which is but fine. I miss the beast in the I bank. I do. I do. I miss them coming out, bob, you know, bobbing to the suitcase and yeah. whatnot. But Heyman announces... That, he looked like he got a new suit, so he must have got some new money. That's it. That's that Vince McMahon money. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He was looking fresh. Fresh as fuck. You know? So Heyman announces, though, that Brock's going to cash in at, at Extreme Rules. And, we, you know, it could be Kofi. It could be Rollins. So, you know, but that's what they're talking. A big announcement. And, he, you know, he said it. Maybe he's, you know, maybe he's fucking up or fucking around. Maybe he's not. But you're not ever going to yeah. know. But he said he told you last time his prediction. And, you know, now he earns your trust. So you, he could be lying this time. So. All right. Well, let's talk about the more, more entertaining part of Raw. Drake Maverick. The 24-7 belt in general Can has been great. But Drake Maverick's had a great run with How him. great Drake Maverick has been. I love, I love, the, I love what he's doing with the belt, and you know his woman is something to look at too. It's like the puppies oh, yeah. are back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the puppies, <laughs> yo, that's that old school out. Jerry, yeah. baby. Yep. What well, the puppies? Puppies. Puppies. <laughs> call us up and give us your best puppies. I want to hear you, know? you call in. I say so. Three eight four seven one one zero. I want to hear the puppies. Or if you can give me a better best in the world than I did, call in and I want to see you try. 
Or cut a better promo than PZ. Nobody will ever cut a better promo than me. So I'm calling uh, it right now. We got biased judge right here, Frank Knox. Yeah, unbiased. Yeah, whatever. But anyways, how about hey, Drake? Like, how about you know? 24-7 championship, Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. Had great scenes on Raw. Still hasn't consummated the marriage. But uh, his highlights all over the show. All over the place. I'm just, I love it. Until then, and only then, we could consummate our marriage. Really? Really? Uh, he said really? <laughs> you know he's what? He's funny. He's Tr- funny. Truth is still going to chase, though, you know? Well, of course. He's got to. He's got to. He'll get his back. And, uh, you know, I'm loving the new AJ Styles also. Dude, I'm loving the club, The club bro. is back, baby. I'm loving the club. The club is back, baby. And Goodbye, they're back in a big way. brothers. The club is back. That's right? right. And you know what? They've been working really well as a team. You know? That's like, and it, the whole gimmick is breathing new life into the good brothers in general because they were falling off the map. Let's be honest. Yeah, they were. They were falling off the map, bro. The only thing that I have to say is, you know, unfortunately, we have to see them all fight Ricochet over and over and over. That's true. Including AJ Styles. And I hope he finally ends it this weekend and takes that belt. Well, I don't know, because after he beat down Ricochet this week, you know, he had some words for Ricochet. He told him not to get back up, and he did. stay down. And uh, he learned his lesson the hard way. I'm going to leave a little bit of you left as long as you stay down. So you don't have any excuses at Extreme Rules when I beat you. Stay down. No, stay down, he said. Yeah, but unfortunately got back up and got another beating. That doesn't matter. It was still an epic promo. Yeah. I I popped for that shit, I loved it. The club's back, baby. Let's get hype. Here's what I didn't care for. The ending of Raw with Roman Reigns. you You mean the janitor? I mean, Gary? Yeah, the guy was like rolling his leg around. You know, like, he only could use one leg. Limping. Yeah. Limping. Like, he had dead leg or something. I was rooting for the dude that uh, was selling the beer. Then Shane McMahon bought him all, told him to bring him back to his locker room. He looked like uh, Roman Reigns' younger, younger, younger cousin or something. Well, he might have been. He might have been. You never know. He might have been. see him in three years, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't understand the whole ending with Cedric Alexander. And, I mean, I get it's cool to give him TV time, but, like, I just thought the thing was stupid. He caught that nasty Claymore kick at the end. Busted him open, baby. He caught that nasty Claymore kick yeah, at the end. Yeah, but that's like over. Shane McMahon's way of saying, like, hey, guys, sorry I'm stealing the TV time. I'll let you come re- uh, wrestle in a mask and pretend you're a janitor that that's right. is handicapped. And then I'll let Drew McIntyre split your lip open so I can get some more TV time. <laughs> well, here's Gary making his comeback. Back into the ring. And, oh my God! What? Gary Garbutt off the top rope. <laughs> Gary, Gary off the top rope. <laughs> yeah, good thing that was Gary and not Cedric because he kind of botched the top rope. I was. It was pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. But I don't understand. Like after he took the kick while he was sitting there smiling, that that just ruined it for me. That ruined it for me. I'm not gonna lie. That was it. You know. And uh, I feel like we talked a lot about wrestling. And yeah, it's time. I feel like I need. A fucking smoke break. Yo, damn. All right, man. How do you feel about that? I guess let's do it. I could use some water and smoke break sounds good, too. Yeah. I wish that that was possible. But for now, I just want to smoke. So let's take a quick smoke break. We'll be right back. 
860-384-7110 if you want to call in and talk about Raw SmackDown. We are. Or if you want to cut a promo or rap or, you know, anything, just call up, man. That's it. Call up. I'll let your boys. We are the To Be Blunt Podcast. God damn it. Yeah, man. See, I'm the type yep. that wakes up in the fucking morning. Right. And just smoke a whole fucking hit to the face. A whole lady. Be high all motherfucking morning. Well, that sounds like my kind of day, too. You know. Because I don't know what the fuck my life is going to bring me today. True. You never know if you're going to live or you're going to die. True. So I'm going to smoke every motherfucking day. Better pass that shit to me. It doesn't matter to me. Because I'm a high motherfucker. Already. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Brian Pillman Jr. I am one-third of the New Heart Foundation on Major League Wrestling, and you are listening to Peasy on the To Be Blunt Podcast. You are listening to Peasy. <laughs> Yo, that was great. I, dude, I love that little skit you had playing, man. That's some, like some, that? some high-ass motherfucker. That was a nice little smoke break. It was a nice little smoke break. I need, just needed a quick second to regain myself, you know? Yeah, I know. We're going at it today. It's the 2B Blunt Podcast. I mean, you know, you think we're messing around here. It's almost been an hour. It's been almost 50 minutes. We've been trailing along here. We're just getting into SmackDown, baby. SmackDown was my favorite WWE show this week, for sure. Well, you know what? I'm going to agree. Uh, SmackDown overall had, like, a better feel, a better flow. Uh, I felt like Raw, compared to last week, was kind of like, eh. It was nowhere near as good as the freshness that last week had. You Raw, know, it's just like that extra hour kills Raw. You know, I just thought the overall show, you know, didn't do. But even if the Raw was two hours, you ever think about that? It's always that extra hour that kills you. For yeah, Raw. I mean, why can't we just do like eight to because, ten? Because like, yeah, who wants to stay up till eleven at ten? I'm trying to eat a snack, go to bed. Yeah, but you know, if I asked you ten ten years ago, <laughs> yeah, but... we'd be all about it staying up till eleven. <laughs> Fuck. I hear that, but hey, how about the way SmackDown started? Oh man, so the, I thought the funniest fucking thing was when Ziggler, Ziggler was cutting that promo outside, and Kevin Owens pulls up in his car, beeping the horn. Beep, 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 <laughs> and he, Dolph Ziggler's out there, like, "What are you doing? What do you think you're doing?" <laughs> it was the best, man. And Kevin Owens didn't even stop there. No, he didn't, he didn't stop there. He came right out of his car, got in his face. They exchanged some blows, and Kevin Owens ended up with a busted lip. Yeah, he popped him. And all of a sudden, the B team came out of nowhere, too. First time seeing that in a while. Break up the fight. This is true. Yeah, I haven't seen the B team on TV in a little bit. I did notice that. Right away, I seen it, and I was like, oh, shit, the B team. (laughs) I just looked like he couldn't find any extras, I guess. (laughs) I mean, at this point, it's like every, you know, so. Who knows? You have to, they they have to take the time when they can get it. Unfortunately, you know, SmackDown's filled with uh, Shane McMahon, and. uh, That's it. Well, Kevin Owens wasn't feeling that, you know. So Kevin Owens, as the you know the, the thank you finally Kevin Owens, <laughs> Kevin Owens, as the announcers and the commentary team. Uh, God, I'm, I'm stumbling over my words. The commentary team are hyping up the show. Kevin Owens comes out, you know, and he's fired up, and he grabs the mic and he starts cutting the promo. And you know, some people are calling it a pipe bomb, which I I don't believe this was any kind of pipe bomb. This was set up. 
This was set up. Because if, if, if it wasn't set up, you know that Mike would have been cut off a lot quicker than <laughs> oh, yeah, Shane McMahon. No doubt Shane about McMahon that. was not pissed. We've seen Vince McMahon pissed off. And Shane was just looking there, like, you know, waiting, like, trying to, like, just bobbing his head. I wish you guys could see me right now because that's what he was doing. But if, if he wanted to cut off, he would shut the fucking thing off. Nah, yeah. shut it off. Shut it but off, that, that didn't happen, so. Turn the damn thing off. But man, that was a great promo, though. Man, that brought. Let's back- get into it, right? Yeah. So we got to look. We got some clips. So Kevin Owens comes out and he starts c- talking mad shit to Shane McMahon, and it was epic. Let's get right into it. Has gotten more power, more authority, and more TV time than anyone. And trust me when I say that nobody watching ever wanted that. And he made a hell of a point there. Nobody ever wanted that. And that's what everyone's been thinking, too, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. So then, you know, Shane McMahon comes out, and I don't even know if I have these in the right order, but this just gets better and better and better. Kevin Owens out here running his mouth. And every time that happens, that makes me sick, makes me want to come out here and smash my head on this stupid table. Yeah, that's when he was talking about uh, him getting announced as the best that's in the right, world. That's right, the best in the world. But we all know that PZ is the best in the world at the best in the world after today. This is true, and no one else is going to argue with that, apparently. So we got Shane McMahon coming out, and he's going to stop everything from happening. And this is great. There's more than one microphone. And it's going to cut the mic. You know what? Every time you yeah. call yourself, Let's go, guys. well, that is an insult. Let's go, guys. He was, yeah, he was casually walking down the ring in his typical... Air Force ones. Uh, I mean, I, I mean Jordan ones. I'm sorry. The best part is when he, and he, he when he took the uh, commentary headset, though. I think. Oh yeah, that, it that makes was... me sick. It makes everybody sick. And you know what happens when you call yourself the best in the world? Everybody back there, including me, is thinking Shane McMahon can kiss my ass because. <laughs> I mean, I agreed with everything Kevin Owens said, man. You can kiss my ass. Shane is great that he. I mean, but he doesn't need to control. There's too much time on TV. He doesn't need to control the beginning and end of each show on TV. Yeah, absolutely not. Raw and SmackDown. I mean, that's nuts, dude. It really is. But, and Kevin Owens had something to say about that, and I hope this leads to some good stuff. I mean, this is Kevin Owens turning face. I don't know. I kind of felt like it. I mean, you of know? course. This, there. I mean, he gave, you know, we, we saw what happened at the end of Raw. Oh, I mean, on uh, SmackDown. We did, and we're about to get into that. You know? You know, let's we'll go get in, into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. But Smack, we also had the SmackDown uh, Balor and Nakamura, which was one hell of a match. Thank you. you. Know? Shinsuke is finally back. I mean, I was been wondering for months, six months, where they're doing with this guy. You know, he, he won Royal Rumble. Then he lost to AJ Styles over and over and over. Then he was randomly a tag team with Rusev, and then I don't know wasn't. where. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know where Rusev is. This is true. Where the hell is Rusev? I mean, where is he? They That's haven't it. used this guy in months. It was Rusev Day, and then uh, no and longer. English <laughs> is the commentator in two hundred five. Lana's like the hottest thing in Hollywood. <laughs> um, but uh. man, thank. Thank, thankful that Shinsuke Nakamura was yeah. back this week. I mean, and he dominated he Finn did. Balor. He did. I, and I liked at the end how he was trying to, you know, keep him, getting him counted out. You know, really over kind of sticking to him, you know. Yeah. Not to make him look like a fool. But he was really ruthless, like really ruthless. And like, the Kinsashas were all deadly. And, uh, man, he just. And he got the clean win. After toying with him, they gave him the clean win. Yeah. And that was, you know, it's going to lead up to uh, an Extreme Rules match for the title. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. 
I'd love to see them go again because the match was fantastic. It was great. You know? And I'm glad I was surprised. Nakamura won. I was surprised that Nakamura won in the, the way he did, being at the first time they battled on WWE. Yeah. I thought it would be more of a... I thought they, you know, more balanced match. But we'll probably... We're going to get that at Extreme Rules, and I'm very excited for it. Yeah, how about how about Otis, huh? How do you feel about the the, the uh, team heavy machinery? I Because I, I personally like them. I like them, and I think they're a little unorthodox, but I like that. Like, I thought that he really shined. Uh, Every time I see heavy machinery, I it's just like, it's like too cool rebooted in a way with the worm and stuff. But I don't know why. <laughs> Every time I see that worm, yeah. I mean, I know it's not even close, but there's only been one other person to do that move that I could distinctly remember, and it's Scotty Too Hottie. Yeah, but Otis got the win. That's cool. Um, am I a fan of it? No, not at all. Not a fan of Otis. I think he's just like a little undersized and stuff. I mean, he kind of has like a rhino build almost to him, but Sm- fatter, smaller, smaller. Yeah, but goofier, I, I yeah. thought it was like I don't know. I didn't mind the goofiness. I thought it was good. I thought the match was good. I thought it was cool to have him, you know, get a little over on. Uh, Daniel I'd rather Bryan. see Xavier Woods get a win than. I mean, I guess he wins all the time. I'm up, up, down, down. So I guess I, I guess that's something. Yeah. You know, and then, of course, we had Aleister Black. You know, we found out who was knocking at the door. Antonio Cesaro. Antonio Cesaro. And I was really thrilled about this, man. I love Cesaro. Yeah, I mean, he was uh, he's a he's one of my favorite wrestlers. That I wish to get a bigger push. Honestly. Me, too. He was on the on the verge when he was having those matches with John Cena a few years ago back on Raw. And they were going like 20, 30 minutes. just killing it. That's when he was repping the fist thing. You know? Yeah, and when he had the Cesaro out, section and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. You know, and he was putting on five-star matches every week. Every week. Every week. I know, you know. And he works. What I don't like about Cesaro is how he works the mouthpiece. He even worked it into his his promo with Aleister Black this week. And he was in a suit backstage. You know, he still had his mouthpiece in and out because of the injury he'd had. Yeah. When he has the braces now. But I guess I'm a huge Cesaro fan. Don't get me wrong. I just hope they don't use him as a stepping stone. I know. That's what I'm worried about is that they're going to use him just to, you know, propel Alistair Black. They just used him to propel Ricochet in a, in a way, too, yeah. right? I mean, I know, which is bullshit. But the one that you're guaranteed is that match is going to be fucking five stars, bro. Oh, uh, we have a European classic on our hands. We got the Swiss cyborg Antonio Cesaro and the Dutch destroyer Alistair Black. Oh, it's going to be huge. I you like know? it. I can make me all hyped up. I'm, I'm up. Yeah, my Swiss Superman. Oh, it's, it's from the hotline. All right, let's see who's calling up. Let's see if they got anything to say. Maybe it's Moonshine. He said he was going to call. Let's find out. Hello, you're on the 2B Blunt Podcast. Oh, what's up, gentlemen? This is the Scott calling in. I heard my name, so I had to call. Oh, it's oh, the it's Scott. The Scott. Scott, what's going on, Scott? What's going on, guys? Doesn't sound like I have any challengers, so I uh, hear you're talking, you know, Raw, SmackDown, Extreme Rules, so I figured I'd offer uh, some predictions that I have, yeah. Oh, we like oh, that. Oh, we love that. We love Get, the predictions. Yeah, Bring love- it on. Bring them on. So, uh, I know last year just talking about uh, Cesaro over here with his mouthpiece. I think there's a reason why uh, they showed that mouthpiece this week, and that's because it's going to get Black Mask out of his mouth. This Sunday, oh! takes the W. Wow! So, Calling it right now. You can book it, write it down. That's what's gonna happen. Alistair Black, huh? That steals the show. 
I'm taking Alistair Black, but that match will steal the show this Sunday. Yeah, we agree, man. Oh, I'm looking yeah. forward to that match alone. I'm pumped. I, my hair is standing up thinking about this. Yeah, I mean, that's, I honestly feel like they should be putting that on later in the show. Because they open that shit, I'm going to be pissed, bro. It will be it will be upsetting if it's too early in the night. But you know what? That, like I said, they're going to steal the show, and that's it is. all everybody. Regardless of when they go on, you're now, right. Knox, I know Knox probably will be a little upset if Cesaro is that stepping stone. But I will agree with another match with uh, with Frank Knox here. I'm going to agree that Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are going to lose the titles this week. Thank you. Oh. I've been telling this motherfucker <laughs> since episode one. That's and right. However. However, However, I do not see it going to Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. This is my bold prediction, okay? Oh, bold prediction. oh I like this. I'm writing this one down. We have a money in the bank lurking, right? Yep. We, we have a money in the bank, a beast in the bank, if you will, right? Oh, lurking, I, I, right? I know where he's going here. And I think he cashes in. And I think he changes this match to a triple threat match. To a triple threat mixed tag match, if you can, you know, a triple can, can, threat if you can mixed all that tag out, match. So he could only myself. fight Baron Corbin. Brock Lesnar can only fight Baron Corbin. Seth Rollins. Right. So I don't think. So the women could never be involved. That Brock Lesnar gets the pin. So here's here's the thing, Scott. I got to ask a question him. for you. I got to cut you off for a second because I'm going to forget what I have to say. Okay. What happens? Okay. If Brock Lesnar does win and say he does pin Seth Rollins or Baron Corbin, okay, is it? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I got a two-part question. Hold on. One: Is it a winner-take-all scenario? Is it a winner-take-all? Does he get all the belts? Two: If not, right? If he pins Seth or Baron, which of the women get the women title? How does that? How would you think that would work? Because that seems really fucking confusing. Well, the women would never be in the ring because Brock Lesnar doesn't have a woman tag partner so that means nope. that's so, so, where that's where this is my bold prediction lesnar does have somebody with him and lesnar doesn't even get the pin his partner gets the pin and it's winner take all don't tell and me it's partner, sable sable it's sable no it's sable. <laughs> yes! sable is coming back to raw as the new raw women's champion thus making brock lesnar the new Universal Champion under the new Heyman regime, and that's what's going down this Sunday at Extreme Rules this is in great. Paul Heyman's backyard, Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, oh man. God, what is that? The bold prediction of yeah. the year. I can't wait to get that's this guy right, in studio, goddammit. That's it. We got we to get you in studio, Scott. That's right. Well, listen, I'll, you guys just hit me up, let me know, and I'll be there. Yes. Yes, right, hopefully, hopefully in the next week or two, we got to get this guy in the studio. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Well, we'll hopefully talk to you this weekend or even see you this weekend for the huge weekend in professional right. wrestling. We have wrestling all weekend. Sounds good, guys. Uh, I, I, I won't even go over my other predictions because nothing else is going to top that. So. Oh, man. I mean, you, you, that was it. Yeah, that was, that was it. You mentioned Sable. I mean. That's sad. What's going to top that? <laughs> I don't know, but Becky Lynch is getting Sable Bomb this weekend. Oh, oh my God, I can't wait. I hope he's right. It's like, wow. Hair music. <laughs> Sorry. Mar- Killer music, Peasy. I wish I could, bro. I wish I could, but WWE be slapping us with copyrights left and right. Oh. I don't know. I just know uh, I, I, 
I wish Jerry Lawler was on commentary because I'd love to hear his reaction when Sable comes out. Oh, just come to my house. Trust me, you'll get it. Puppies. <laughs> you, yeah, that's right. The puppies. Oh, puppies. Puppies. <laughs> All right, Scott. We got to we gotta All keep right, it moving, bro. All right. You guys take a, have a good one. You too. Peace. All right, bye. Oh, the Scott called in. Yeah, I mean, that bold prediction. Bold oh. prediction. You know, let's just finish off SmackDown. I don't want to get too far into it. Yeah, you know, so it ended just with the chaos, end. and then... Kevin always comes out. So, no, the end yeah. was uh, the main event ended up turning into Reigns versus Ziggler instead of Owens versus Ziggler. Right. Because Owens was kicked out for the night. Right. So, uh, Reigns, Ziggler comes out. You know, Ziggler comes out with uh, Shane, Elias, and McIntyre. Yep. It ends in chaos. All four of them, all four men are outside the ring, and then Kevin Owens comes in out of nowhere as Shane McMahon is in the ring by himself. Gives him a stunner, leaves, boom. Reigns stunner leaves, in. boom. Let's head back. I know I got that one. Yeah. And I got that one, Frank. A stunner. Shane McMahon tear him up. What the? What the? Oh my God! Kevin Owens stunner, 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 stunner. I love it. I could have do a better job, but that's it. Damn it. You know what pisses me off? They could have used anyone in the industry. I think they've been building this finisher of Kevin Owens being the stunner for the past 18 months to this moment right here. <laughs> it's uh, nostalgic from, what, 10, 15 years ago, Stone Cold laying the stunner on Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon. Yep. But here we go. We got it again. Well, you know, that's it. And the SmackDown was epic, and we got Extreme Rules this Sunday. Uh, let's go in AEW this Saturday, fight for the fall, and they got an event going on. Um, you know, and uh, we got some pretty good matches booked up for this thing. Yeah, what do we got? Well, I know we got the uh, the reunion of the Rhodes brothers. You know, it's going to be huge. Yeah, they're uh, facing off against the Young Bucks. Yeah, and, and that's, speaking that's, of which, that I was watching the uh, fight for the Fallen this weekend on the YouTube. Oh, uh, the Road to the fight for the Fallen. Yeah, yep, fight for the Road too. Yep, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean. It was a little weak. I thought it was going to be a little better because uh, the events this weekend, but I wasn't a fan of Brandy Rhodes and Allie, like wishing each other good luck and hugging one another. I hate, That's not I a don't... way you build a match. Yeah, there's no that doesn't make me interested at all. You know, yeah, not at all. No. But anyways, the Rhodes and Young Bucks, that they built that up pretty well. I'll give them that. Um, the Rhodes cut great promo on the Young Bucks, you know, saying, you know, we're – you guys make fun of people too much. We're the first ones to beat the shield. We're the first. We were kicking the Usos' asses for two years. Yada yada yada. But you know they're not pairing, but they're a great team. They're brothers. I mean, yeah. But I mean, I want to from my brothers versus bro, brothers. Well, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good match. It's gonna be a good match. But let's let's face it. The the build up in this YouTube clip was poo poo. Yeah, this match. I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't yeah, you know. I, I think. I mean, yeah, I, it was the the road segment was cool. It was kind of nostalgic, but you have to. For me, it's still you have to uh, start telling a better story, like in the ring, or when you have me tuning in while you're in the ring. Right. But I mean, either way, AW this weekend got, is Moxley wrestling. It, um, that's a good question. I don't, know. I don't even know, bro. I'm so high at this point. Kenny Omega's We need the Scott fighting, to call uh, back what? in. Where's the Scott when we need him? God damn it. Scott, give me the rundown. Omega's fighting uh, Shima. Yes. Yes. Omega's we fighting talked Shima. About last yes. Show. yes. And then um, Chris Jericho, he's not. He's, he's going to have a live mic this, right. this pay-per-view. That's right. He's going to cut a promo. 
But speaking of fucking AEW, yeah, overlooking AEW <laughs> is one of you know their roster superstars, Joey Janela. Oh man, I was gonna see if you heard about this. This was this was even better than anything else we talked about. These guys are at a Blink One Eighty Two concert. Joey Janela and a bunch of his buddies. All the small things. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know anybody even goes to that shit still. And yeah, Little Wayne was with them too, touring on that show. Oh, was it that show? Yeah, it was. Well, that's probably why there's actually people there. But you know, Joey Janela is going for Blink One Eighty Two all day. Of course, Enzo is going for Wheezy. For Wheezy, Enzo is my dude. Right. So Enzo and Janela end up getting in a, a, a verbal squall, and then would turn into then a physical fight where I guess yeah. a couple punches were thrown. Was it a bada bing bada boom? I don't know, but all I know is that I got this great clip of Enzo just talking mad shit. <laughs> uh, from what I see, no punches were thrown. Well, let's no listen punches. to the clip because this is funny shit. Ass boy, I won't be drunk ass boy. Pussy boy, I I won't be drunk ass boy. Get the fuck out of here. Crowd loved it. I beat you drunk ass boy. You don't fuck with Enzo Amari. I don't give a fuck. I mean, but you know, I tell you what, there was a bunch of people on Twitter. Talking shit, per usual, you know? Whatever. I mean, they're both drunk. They're at a concert. Yeah. Who knows? It could be a fucking work. It could be. Well, let's tell them all about people talking shit on Twitter. We know the guy to talk to. Bill fucking Bungie. Should we give him a, you know, give him a ring? Man, I am definitely not looking forward to this, but let's give him a <laughs> ring. Hey, let's call Bill Bungie. This is Trolling Live with Bill Bungie. You know what that sound means, Frank. That means Bill Bungie's on the line. You know he's pissed off this week. Let's hear what he's got. What do you got, Bill? Oh, you you guys have no idea how pissed off I am this week because you know what? You told me that I have to do more research, which means I have to look at these, these incompetent Twitter morons just writing and talking more than I had to, you know kind of pleased with just knowing what they thought and making fun of them for it. But now I have to just spend time that I will never get back with the incompetence of these absolute dweebs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you laugh. You yuck it up because I'm the one who has to wade through the swamp and just wipe all the mud and grossness. Ah, That's what you're here for, Bill. Fucking bullshit. Well, thanks, guys. So here's a couple of things that kind of struck a chord with me, but they're going to be real close to home for all you marks sitting at home because this is stuff that that bothers you in your everyday, and I know that. So for one thing, you don't like seeing Rollins and Becky up there as a happy couple looking gorgeous, unlike you. It probably bothers you that you can't keep a stable relationship, be it with someone ideal, or even if you settle for somebody else that you're not even really fond of, but everybody likes a little monkey once in a while. Hey! (laughs) You guys can't even keep that around. Rollins and Becky are happy. You're pissed off by it. You don't like the man's band shirt. You begged for Becky Lynch for a year to main event WrestleMania. She did. She delivered. 
coming off your TV and until cancer did it, and then, oh, well, now now you feel bad. But you wanted Rollins, and you got what you wanted, and now you still don't like it. But I will tell you this. If Rollins and Becky in a relationship story get Selena Vega on my television with Andre and gets Mike Bennett on television with Maria, they're doing something right. And if you don't want Selena Vega on my television, I strongly encourage you to drive your car into your garage, close the door, and leave it running because I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Wow, Bill, you seem pissed off today. I mean, are you all right? (laughs) He's right to the bar. You know, if if you want to know who's all right, it's not any of these fans because you you spend – Eight, ten, twelve hours a week that WWE puts out television, and all you do is complain about it. That's what you do. You watch something you hate. That's it. I'm, I'm sorry. I gotta finish this segment. I gotta be professional here. I'm sorry. You, you guys really got me wound up. I, I like, I like this wound up, Bill Bungie. Yeah, I like the new version. Oh, great! Because I'm gonna have a coronary, and you're gonna be the ones who are gonna have to visit me. Coronary. Oh my god. So, I eat healthy, and I'm about to burst. Uh, we got Kevin Owens doing a pipe bomb. That's all they brought him in for. Because CM Punk was gone, they needed somebody who could come out there and be a believable asshole on the microphone, right? The right. Punk Austin hybrid. He comes out. He's got a beer gutty. Don't cold stuns everybody. He's talking the truth. This is what you wanted, but all you can do is complain about how he flip-flopped roles, how he was a good guy, how he was a bad guy, now he's a good guy again. How about the point of a pipe bomb is that it's a shoot, morons. It's not a character. <laughs> They're morons. It's a character, he wouldn't be stealing a microphone, getting cut off by the authority figure, and getting thrown out of the building. That is not a good guy. That's an honest guy. That's and a while fact. we're at it, while we're at it, the thing that, that, that hits so close to home and all of you keyboard warriors who live in your parents' basement and work your shitty job, you want to tell your boss off, but you can't because you're going to get fired because you're always late anyway. Or you want to tell your mom off, but you can't because then she'll kick you out. You have nowhere to go. Oh, Kevin Owens is talking, defying authority the way you want to and you can't. So just enjoy wow. it, Mark. Let him know, Bill. Well, that's right, Bill. Let them know. Preach it. I hope all you keyboard warriors are listening. More screen time. Applebee's drunk dad is not going anywhere. He's not the best in the world, but he is more entertaining than most. And and I actually applaud him for taking out a, a dominant role on both television shows. And that that brings me to the last point. That's really like, if I don't get this off my chest, then then Martha. Martha, hold the spot for me. Oh, man. Easy, you ready for this? Not Martha. Two weeks, Mark. It's been two weeks. One Monday Night Raw after they announced that Paul Heyman might have some influence ever. And you're like, oh, Raw's so much better. I'm so happy. Right? Right. And then next Monday, oh, well, back to Vince News. What the hell are you even typing about? They expect it to happen overnight. That's it. It's, they want instant gratification. So, so you want another reboot like TNA 15 times? You want WWE to change their name? You want? What do you want, people? What do you actually want? 
I don't think um, they even know what they, they don't want. Know what they want. They want the rock. They want Stone Cold. They want things that happened in the past. Have some freaking patience. It'll get better. Damn. And have some patience for Bray Wyatt. The guy completely reinvigorated the entire scene. He so single-handedly had the only entertaining segments on television. And now they're just waiting to debut him at the right time, and you're trying to force it. And what's going to happen? You're going to get sick of it. And in two weeks, you're going to be saying, oh, man, I wish Bray Wyatt was still wearing a, a butcher vest and uh, <laughs> drop it out to Matt Hardy. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, what? They don't even know, Bill. They don't know, man. They just don't know. Please keep watching these shows because you hate them, and I want you all to continue hating your lives. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bill, you are, Bill. you are fired up this week. You are, man, that is um, the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Bill's pissed. He is pissed off. You can tell in his voice. All the right, Bill. People, the only two people that I wish a good week to are you two. Ah, thanks, oh, Bill. Thanks, Bill. We appreciate stay it. stay out of the hospital because we're not visiting you. That's right. Wait, what? It's all they brought him in for. Because CM Punk was gone, they needed somebody who could come out there and be a believable asshole on the microphone, right? The right. punk Austin hybrid. He comes out. He's got a beer gut. He stone cold stuns everybody. He's talking the truth. This is what you wanted. But all you can do is complain about how he flip flops roles, how he was a good guy, how he was a bad guy, now he's a good guy again. How about the point of a pipe bomb is that it's a shoot, morons. <laughs> it's not a character. The morons. It's a character, he wouldn't be stealing a microphone, getting cut off by the authority figure. And getting thrown out of the building. That is not a good guy. That's an honest guy. That's and a while fact. we're at it, while we're at it, the thing that, that, that hits so close to home, and all of you keyboard warriors who live in your parents' basement and work your shitty job, you want to tell your boss off, but you can't because you're going to get fired because you're always late anyway. Or you want to tell your mom off, but you can't because then she'll kick you out. You have nowhere to go. Oh, Kevin Owens is talking, defying authority the way you want to, and you can't. So just enjoy wow. it, Mark. Let him know, Bill. Well, that's right, Bill. Let him know. Preach it. I hope all you keyboard warriors are listening. More screen time. Applebee's drunk dad is not going anywhere. He's not the best in the world, but he is more entertaining than most. And and I actually applaud him for taking out a, a dominant role on both television shows. And that, that brings me to the last point that's really, like, if I don't get this off my chest, then, then Martha, Martha holds a spot for me. Oh, man. Easy, you ready for this? Not Martha. Two weeks, Mark. It's been two weeks. One Monday Night Raw after they announced that Paul Heyman might have some influence ever. And you're like, oh, Raw's so much better. I'm so happy. Right? Right. And then next Monday, oh, well, back to Vince News. What yeah. the hell are you even typing about? They expect it to happen overnight. That's it. It's, they want instant gratification. So, so you want another reboot like TNA 15 times? You want WWE to change their name? You want what do you want, people? What do you actually want? I don't think um, they even know what they, they don't want. Know what they want. You're tuned in to another episode of To Be Blood. To be blunt podcast. Yeah, man. Bill, he was pissed <laughs> off. That guy just talks forever. Oh, someone's on the line. Moonshine? Uh, hello? 
I knew it was going to be moonshine. I told you. I told Paisy? you. Paisy. It said it on the voicemail. It said it right on here. No way. It's oh, moonshine. Yeah. Are you still sober? I'm still sober there, buddy. It's been three weeks. Three wow. weeks, 21 days. This wow. is huge. Moonshine. I can't believe it. You're still sober. I'm still sober there, buddy, and I'm, I'm going to remain that way. You're going to remain that way. Uh, wow. I'll tell you what. I, I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm being sober has made me just about as angry as that guy that was just on the on the line there. <laughs> really? You're angry now? Yeah, I'm. I'm not, I'm not that happy about it. But you know what? I gotta stick to my guns, and I, and I gotta do what's right. No, no, don't play with guns, Moonshine. Yeah, no, don't do the guns, no, especially no, if you're no, angry. No, not guns, not those kind of guns. No, 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 no. And I'm not gonna shoot nobody. That's wrong. I, I get in trouble for that. So how's your I'm, last, I'm staying sober, my friend. How's your last week in rehab been? Tell me about it. Anything, anything exciting happened? It's been okay. No, not interesting. Uh, I went to a couple meetings. Those, those are kind of fun. You stand up, you say your name, and yeah. I'm like, hello, that's me. And, 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 you know, you say you say your problems, and then they all clap for you and stuff. But you get free coffee, which is cool. I like coffee. Coffee's but, cool. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Not, nothing too much. Nothing too crazy going on. Do you get any yeah, coins from the meetings yet? Do you have any coins uh, no, yet? No, the no, meetings? no. They, they don't. They, they don't give me them. I don't. I don't know. I didn't know you were supposed to get them coins. Where do <laughs> you get them coins? They're like a vending machine. Yeah. No, at the meetings, you know, you got a chip. You know, like one day sober, what? thirty days sober. Only been three weeks. Thirty days. Yeah, yeah three thirty weeks. days. I don't know how many days that is because I can't count that high, but but. You know, it, it's been a few days. It's been a little while. Like, I wake up in the morning, and, and you know, I, I look around, and I kind of remember what I did last night, and that, that's kind of not fun. But uh, it's all right, <laughs> you know. Uh, what do you do, go to meetings? You know, me, me, that's, not, that's not that fun. I, I go to meetings. No, it's not that fun, but that, that's probably why I'm so angry all the time. But uh, I'm trying not to be. I'm trying to, you know, keep my spirits up. But I can't have no spirits, which isn't very fun. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just hanging in there. <laughs> Man, Moonshine. He can't have any spirits. He's playing it, he's playing it serious, man. He can't have any spirits, so his spirits are down. That's why he's so angry. Yeah, his spirits are down because they're not up because he can't have them. Jeez, Damn, poor Moonshine. Yeah, have spirits, so they don't give me nothing, you know. But I tried to sneak one in last week, but I almost lost my phone privileges. They was like, you can't make no phone calls if you try to keep bringing alcohol in here. I was, I was like, it's not alcohol. It's just a little vodka. That's not alcohol. That not moonshine. moonshine. I was, I'm addicted to moonshine. I'm not addicted to whiskey. Come on. They, were like, vodka, no, no, that's no. Right. they don't know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know, they don't know. What's uh, your and favorite then, and then kind my of moonshine? Friend, he, he said I got tequila. My favorite kind of moonshine is Grandpappy's homemade moonshine. It's delicious. Oh, oh, man. Man. I made it myself got down in my down in my distillery. I make it there, but but you know, I you're not going to work there anymore, too. are you? No, I can't work for Grandpappy no more. It's too much of a temptation to be all around <laughs> that stuff. You know, that's why he's coming back to wrestling, baby. Yeah, I got to wrestle because because you know it, it keeps my mind off of drinking, and I like drinking, but I, I like wrestling too. But but I, I don't like losing, so I think the the moonshine maybe. Maybe help me back a little bit. So now I'm going to try it without it, see how that works out. Oh, man, Moonshine. We wish you nothing but the that's best right. of luck over here at Moonshine. We, we, hope, we hope you draped in gold instead of Moonshine, That's baby. right. Are you going to be coming back, yeah. uh, calling back next week? I'll, I'll call you back, but I just want to let you guys know, August 4th, I'm going to be wrestling down in Jersey, first time sober. No, no way. You're going to be wrestling? In Jersey? I'm going to be wrestling down in New Jersey at that their wrestler's laboratory. Oh, you're going to be at Wrestler's Laboratory? Yeah. I got the invite for that today from I Chris on Facebook. Oh, yeah, he's a good guy. He's real nice. Where he, in New Jersey are you going to be? Can you wrestle? 
Where uh, I don't know. I got I, I to gotta look at the town. I don't really remember too well. So well, the, next time. Well, I know write, it's August 4th. Next time, write down the town in your AA pamphlet so I you will, read it, I will, right? I will write it down. I'll have somebody write it down for me and hold right, it up and great. make sure they say it because I don't read too good. So are they like so yeah, I'll, I'll definitely when I call next week. All right. That's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it there. Call back next week for sure, the Moonshine. I want to hear what happened this past week. Uh, absolutely. I'll, get, I'll, I'll make sure I get you that town there. All right, brother. Thanks, man. Call back next week, man. Good luck, Moonshine. All right. I'll talk to you later. All Thank right. you very much. Please, I'll talk to you guys you later. later. Moonshine. Bye-bye now. This is the one above all. Your ultimate world champion and the sole CGW world tag champion. And you're tuned into another episode to be blunt with peace. A to yep. be blunt podcast, baby. We're lit up in this bitch. Yo, you remember last week you were flowing to this shit. I was flowing to this shit. Yep. I thought about flowing again. Yep. Yep. Right, yo, you gonna flow? Oh, maybe God. I got a little something, yo. It's the to be blunt podcast coming through quick. Real fast. We high, we trippy, man. Hit us up on the line any day, man. Right? We coming through, we blowed. Everybody knows how high we go. <laughs> up, up to the sky. Me and PC so fly. Ah. Yo, that's all I got. Drop it down. I don't want to go another round. I'm over here sounding like a clown on live radio, man. Turn it down. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> Frank Knox, baby. That's all I got. That's fucking great, man. I'll let you have the shine this week. That's what happens when you smoke too much weed. That's right, you know. You guys are always welcome to call in 860-384-7110 if you would like to, uh, you know. You want to spit? You want to call and cut a promo? You want to try to face me in a promo contest? Now you can face him in the best in the world contest if you want to. That's right. Because apparently I am the best at doing the best in the world. Damn right, baby. Uh, Yep, that was good, man. That was not as good as the first, but it was still still way better than Mike Rome. I can't waste it, bro. What if someone calls in? That's true. You know, I'm screwed. You know, and here we're here at the end of the podcast here. I'm just relighting the rest of my blunt. Thank you, King Palm. Thank you, this GMO. Thank you. Actually, you know what? I think this might be Sour Diesel. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Gorilla Glue. Yo, didn't you say earlier that someone, you know, might be coming through next week? Oh, yeah. Next week, we might have a surprise guest, and I'm not sure if I want to reveal who it is yet until we confirm. I'm pretty sure this dude is, uh, he's a super weed-friendly type of guy from what you're telling me. A weed-friendly type of guy, and one of the awesomest dudes I know, and uh, one of the best ring announcers in all of independent wrestling. Yeah, I agree. I, I really am a fan of his work, or her work. We don't know who it is. It's a special guest. It's a surprise. That's right. Exactly. You know, uh and this guy, he'd be driving up. I mean, he doesn't even live around here. So for him to be coming in studio is a pretty big deal. You know what I mean? But he says he's going to do it. And I bet you, you know, his car smells like weed. Dude, yeah. I know my car smells like weed, bro. He's Your making, car probably smells like he's weed. He's making those long trips. You know, it smells like weed. It's got to. It's got to. And, you know, my someone actually got in my car the other week, bro, and said my shit smells like a grow house. <laughs> I almost lost my shit. I think it was GB, actually. 
I think uh, it was when GP was here. I think he got in the car one day and he was like, oh, your shit smells like a grow house. Shit, man. You know? And I'm like, oh, God, if I ever got pulled over, can you imagine? Even I, if I wasn't smoking, I'm screwed. <laughs> I don't really smoke too much in the car anymore. Yeah? No, it's, <coughs> there's really no point, you know, unless you're traveling very far. True. Like, I, I don't, I like smoking in the car. And, you know, my fiance, she, she, she'll probably kill me for mentioning her, but she hates it. She'll hate it because she'll smoke, but she hates going to places smelling like weed. You yeah, because I mean? you walk in, like you ever go, you ever smoke a blunt going to elevator, bro, at the casino. Everyone looks at you like you. I smoke a blunt and go to a casino. Or got a, never mind a casino, a movie theater, a restaurant. You know, but dude, everyone looks at you. Like I know, you smell which like is weed. ridiculous, ridiculous. And I don't think everybody's always trying to put like car fresheners in their car and or fucking spray the cologne on themselves to make themselves smell less like weed. You know, that was the old school move to go around and, and spray yourself a cologne. You know, before you get home, you remember going out like a, like a smoke ride and coming. Oh, you probably didn't. I don't Hello, know. you remember? That's basically why Axe was invented. Right? Yeah, right, exactly. To keep in your fucking you know? center console and spray real quick. Right. So I thought about coming up with something that's the opposite. You know what I mean? What do you mean the opposite? I'm talking going like uh, coming up with a cologne or perfume what? that purposely makes you smell like weed. Bro. You want to smell like weed? I want to smell like weed. <laughs> you want to smell like weed all the time. I want to smell like Kush, Diesel, you know, whatever it might be. Wow. You bro. know, glue. You know? So just smoke that shit. Well, you know, you could do that or, you know, maybe come out with a product. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Coming out with a product that has to do with the... You know, smelling I guess that would like be, the loudest. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm going to call this product Eau de Kush. be blunt podcast coming to an end today man we we had another long episode bro very long what the fuck happened today i need two bottles of that kush and a bunch of moonshine's grandpappy's weed man you know we gotta we gotta do something about this this is crazy <laughs> <laughs> the people i hope they loved it you know you know get the solid 90 men just getting in here you know i hope you guys all tune in you know follow us like us on instagram or facebook or or even schedule some time next week to call us in. You know, the phone That's number right. is all over our social media. It's all right. 860 Next week's episode, we're going to be talking about the the fallout, not only of Evolve. Oh, man, Evolve. A, we didn't even speak about We didn't even that, talk about Evolve. But uh, AEW, and then, of most importantly, Extreme Rules. That's right. And don't forget that Scott made a bold prediction. Sable Bomb will happen. This Sunday, and the Beast and Sable will be champions. That's it. 
So don't forget social media, IG, Twitter, Facebook, username to be blunt podcast. Uh, definitely hit us up and let us know what's good for next week. Subscribe, tune in. I am your host, PC, with my boy, Frank Knox. Yes, sir. Saying we about to go get lit. To be blunt podcast. Peace. In come the thing called I'm the original weed man the thing Made by the rock I'm open cash don't buy Now right now we just go shit in our hands And that's for why you have to understand
to be blunt.